Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratova Vest. Um, we're learning about how to have more life. <laughs> how to have more life force, uh, and more, you know, just be more alive. So, uh, <laughs> it's a surprising tool. Because it says at the end of Tainas that there were no Yamam Taibim for the Yidden like the 15th of Av. And the Gemara says, um, and the Gemara says that now the nights are longer, the uh, the days are shorter. The nights start to get longer. Okay, so why do you need to know that? What do you use? What are the nights supposed to be for being involved in Tyra? And why should we? And here are the crucial words: Yisif, Ayim, Alchayev. Adding life. We come to Elah from here and on, from the 15th of, of and on, we should add, we should add in Tyra because it adds life to your life. So what's that all about? And the Rashbam explains because again, shorter days, longer nights, etc. But of course, we're trying to figure out who this belongs, whom this applies to. If we're talking about students of Kaira, how can they increase? They're supposed to be learning all day long, all the time. If you're talking about business people, first of all, this idea, we're going to look into this, you know, what does it mean? It adds life. But first, who? So if it's business people, really business people, if you want them, if Hashem wants them to have an extra special schuss, that they really did something totally out of the way, out of their comfort zone. It's adding and learning in the middle of the day when they're busy with their business. You know, at night they do have time. So whom can this apply to? And there, there are a lot of questions. And the answer really is to sort of cut to the chase. It means kol Yisrael, everybody. The Gemara means Add in learning at night from the 15th of Av and on. And really we'll see at the end why the 15th of Av. But what we want to know is that when you learn at night after the 15th of Av, does that apply the whole year? I don't know. Do you do it for two weeks? I don't know. But it literally adds life. Let's see if we can find the footnote here. But literally <clears throat> actual life that is added to a person's life. Well, that's a very uh, appealing proposition, to have more life. So um, so the Ramah speaks about this adding, adding in Tyra at night, and he says, Misha writes Elizachos to Kisrashel Tyra. If you want to be Zaychot to the crown of Tyra, then be careful with your night times and don't waste them too much with sleeping, etc. But use them for delving into the Chachman and Talmud Tyra. And the Ramah says, Ki ein Adam Lemed Rav Chachmasa Ki When are you going to learn most of your Wisdom, your chachma, at night. And when should you start this? From the 15th of us. 
and the Alter Rebbe brings it out as well. So, um, is it because you're missing something? What is it actually? What are you gaining? Like, how are you going to get extra life by learning at night? So, in Hilchus Talmud it says, the Rambam brings two reasons. So, first of all, do you want, if you want the Kesser of Tyra, the crown of Tyra? One is, what is Kesser of Tyra? Yeah, I want the crown of Tyra. Okay. Learn at night. Okay. What will I get? Extra life. Literally. Even physically. Kesser Tyra means two things. One, I get the crown of the Tyra itself. That means the top, top part of the Tyra, its crown, that's the part that sort of, um, it becomes the crown of a person who learns it. So there you are. The crown of the Tyra is its highest part, and it becomes your crown too. Which is an interesting thing. So that imagine that on some level, you're walking down the street, and maybe people who are sensitive, or maybe even people who are not sensitive, can sense that you have some kind of a crown. That seems to be the implication. That the, if the crown of Tyra becomes your crown, somebody's going to feel it. Somebody's going to sense that you're not just the regular old person. You're walking around with this crown. What is it? What is it about your energy? You've been learning at night. So the Rambam says that the, that the Tyra crowns you when you learn it. And also, there's another thing. You get to have the crown of Tyra. You get to have the crown of Tyra. So here's the question. What's the crown of Tyra? Because in a way, we could say, we always say, there are two things we get when we learn Tyra. One is we get information. We get a vart. You can say it over to other people. And the other thing is, your whole energy changes. You develop a relationship with Tyra and with Hashem in a unique way. Because here, it's saying in Tyra, Ein Adam lamed rav balayla. A person learns most of his chachma at night. So if then you want to be zaycha for the crown of Tyra, be careful with your, your nights. So here it doesn't just mean you'll be Zaycha to the crown of Tyra, but so it becomes your crown and you get the, that special part of Tyra that's not just information, but it's the very essence of Tyra itself. It's that relationship with Hashem. So how do you do it? One of the things is why at night? So what's the thing about nighttime? So nighttime is a time of humbleness. Every year when we teach this, we say, even the king wears pajamas. So if you go to see the king in the middle of the day, he looks very regal. But he looks less regal at night. I mean, how regal can his pajamas be? All those, all the kids sing that song, Parwin, the 
Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night, Paro pajamas in the middle of the night. Remember the story when, as it says in Tyra, when Paro came running after Maishu Rabbeinu to say, you know what, I changed my mind. Take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. Just go. Just go. After, you know, the plague of the firstborn, he came running. He came running, supposedly, according to the song, in his pajamas. He came running um, in a very um, humbled version. It wasn't the, you know, Taro with the hard heart who was the ruler of the whole world and no one dares stand up to him and he's a terrifying monster. It was Taro in the middle of the night wearing pajamas and he was begging, please just leave. So we understand from that and from other things the nighttime is a night of what's called shvalruach. Great is humility. You're not, you know, unless you're a performer or whatever, you know, Hollywood, I don't know. You're, you're not out accomplishing, or let's say, when, you, when you've gone to sleep. You're not out accomplishing. You're sleeping like everybody else. So, so, um, Chachamim say, "Ein rina shall Tyra elabalaima." The rina, the song of Tyra, is at night. Kumi raini balaila, and that's why what you're zaycha to, what you can acquire, is pinimis at Tyra, the rina of Tyra, the song, the melody of Tyra. And it has an effect on you that it becomes chut shel chesed. So, because when you're cleaving to the one who gives the tyra, how do you get to do that? By learning in a humble state. When you're not feeling yourself so much, but you're feeling Hashem. And specifically this learning gives you the ability for dveikas amitis bekdushas Tyra to really cling to the real truth of Tyra. The nighttime is a time when it's easier to get there. Regesh shel shiflis, a feeling of humbleness. So, here we go. So what about the life part? And that's what it means. Maisif yaisif. It adds life. Yaisif chayim al it adds life to your life. And the punishment is the layasis. You know, if you don't, then we just go with It's a good thing to do. Because when you add a learning tire at night, even if you're adding more, you're doing stuff at night that normally you didn't do, you're adding more hours, but what you're adding to is the quality the quality of how you learn Tyra. It affects you in a different way. And so your Zaycha to the crown of Tyra, you somehow end up cleaving to the, the nice and the Tyra, the one who gives it to Hashem. That adds life to you. Yaisif Chaim Al-Chayev. The Kavana is, in addition to literal life, also a, a, um, a quality of life. It's interesting that this should add literal life to one's, whatever that means, 
you know, more years or or life within their years. Should be infinite years, I mean. But also, the quality of life becomes, as it says in Tehillim, or Gemara Yama, it says, from the life of life will be given to you life. Now that's worth working for. A life that's a higher type of life in this physical world. Not just down the road in Yemais Mashiach. Now, a higher type of life. Mais is Yamim La'ilam Haba. Of course, extra days for Ilam Haba. But the Kavana is not just Ilam Haba. Now, here, you feel differently about life. And so here it's saying, if you don't add, why, you know, it's the words of a little bit of a, let's call it negative consequence. Because on some level it's showing that, do I care about life? Do I care about the crown of Tyra? Eh. Or let's turn it around. When I realize the crown of Tyra and that relationship and getting to that place, that's it. Once I start to step into that um, mindset that that's what I want, my life is different already. It's not just you're learning Tyra so you can get more wisdom and know more Vertlach but that somehow your Chachma and Hashem's Chachma are the same, you start to think like Him. Of all things, Hashem thinks big, right? Hashem thinks infinite. Imagine if we could think in an infinite way, too, and see things in an infinite way. That comes through the Kedusha of Tyra. And for that, well, we said, what what we need to do. And as it says in one more thing, it says, how come we were sent out of the land, the land of Israel, etc., etc., because we didn't make a brach on the Tyra? Because there was a point in time when we weren't understanding what Tyra was. We, we, we had more potential than we were using in understanding what Tyra is. So the land felt, the land of Israel felt like you guys don't so much belong here that you're not quite getting it what Tyra is. So we want to get it what Tyra is. This is what we do. So now, what does all of this have to do with the 15th of Av? Okay, so why from the 15th of Av and on? We got it. Why to do it at night? And the time, the reason is the Pashtas. Because because we said, longer nights, more hours to do it. Mm, okay, so why do we start on the 15th of Av? Is it some special energy that suddenly we, you know, we start at that time? Page 48, here. And the answer is yes. We want to know what it says in Kisra Rizal. Of course, the greatness of the, of the 15th of Av is, full moon. And what's special about this? Isn't there a full moon every single month? 15th of every month is a full moon. Full moon is full moon. And the moon shows on us. 
we're counted like the moon, compared to the moon, renewed like the moon. We're the moon. You know, we're the moon and us. It's pretty similar, the moon and the Jewish people, and especially women. In the future, we'll be renewed like the moon. So when the moon is full, it shows on our fullness, which always comes after an, an unfullness, a urida. So, and of course, a, a descent. So the greater the descent, the greater the ascent after that. So, of course, which month in the year has the greatest descent? The month of Av, as Tishabav, begins the whole Gullus, the Chorban. So, obviously, when there's the ascent, the fullness in that month now, that's a fullness. Because it's, in a way, the worst month. A month that takes us lower than any other month. So when when we come to that moment of our influence being full, just like the 15th generation from Avram Avinu was Shleim Melech, that was the apex of history. When we had the fullest influence on the world until from since the beginning of time until Yemaisa Mashiach, that was the highest point Shleim Melech's time. After that, it went downhill. The next Fullness will be forever in Yemaisa Mashiach. So, the 15th of, of, of Av, we understand, it came after this great descent. And then there's something else, too. What happened on the 15th of Av? Dam Shekalu by Nidbar. There was Gezerah every single year. People of that generation in the Midbar would pass away on Tisha B'Av. And the last year, it became clear on the 15th above that the Gezerah, the decree, was off. No one was going to pass away anymore. It was the 40th year. So that's telling us that the 15th above is at that moment that decree of opposite of life was done, was finished. How is that possible? Obviously, because the 15th of Av is a day of life. It is a day of life. It's a day of Geula embedded into Gullus. Geula's eternal life. It's a little piece of eternal life embedded into the year. So if you could ask, you know, a question, you know, the, the, the game show. Okay, what's the day of eternal life? What's the day that injects eternal life from the future into the present? 15th of Av, it's a day of life. And we saw it in the Midbar, in the desert, when it became a day when they stopped dying. Even though people would also say, what about Lagbaimer? Also. So each one has its own. So then when the 15th of Av comes along, um, what happens after that? Of course, the moon gets smaller. So we see two things. Um, one, the 15th of Av is connected with the full moon. And two, um, we start adding. Now it's getting darker. Isn't that strange? 15th of Av is a day when it's a full moon. Life. And yet it starts getting darker. Mm, is that a contradiction? We tell the Teichen of Yantif, it's Shayach. Um, you could say there, 
on the one hand, you could say, okay, that's the last good day, and then things go downward. So we've got to do something to keep the energy up, right? That's The more external answer would be the 15th above is like an apex. Boom, you hit it. And then it starts getting darker, so you better do something to keep the world afloat by adding in learning at night. But there's a better explanation. There's a deeper explanation. Because what happens when, if you watch the moon, you know, there's a point, you don't see any moon at all. Remember, we're the moon. We're compared to the moon. You don't see any moon at all. And then little by little, from a shchidish of any month, the moon starts to shine more and more and more. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger every single night until it gets, until it comes to the full moon. And the moon is shining so brightly, there's a moment when you're not sure if it's the sun going down or the moon coming up. Because they seem to be the same size. Kind of the way they were at the beginning of time and the way they'll be again in Yemais Mashiach. And there is a moment in every night when you see that. So you're like, wow, that, is that the sun or is that the moon? Which one is it? And that's only on the 15th. So what happens in the second half of the month? Does it get darker? Okay. On one level, it gets darker. On another level, it gets lighter. And that requires a couple of minutes of explanation. Because if we're counted like the moon, and the moon tells us a lot about ourselves, so we want to understand this idea about the second half of the month, which we are in right now. Because it, 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 it gets, um, the moon gets bigger, then full, full moon, then smaller, then bigger, then smaller. So what's happening in the second half of the, mo- the month is two things. The visible light is decreasing. The light of the essence is increasing. The invisible light is increasing. I always use this example. You go to a concert, you stand in line, people are around three blocks, it's a very long line to get a ticket, you know, four hours standing in line, you don't have the patience, you come back two hours later, the line is a lot shorter, and then you come back much later, and there's no one outside. You can conclude that this finger lost their popularity and people gave up. Nobody's interested anymore. It wasn't worth the wait. Everybody left. Because you don't see anybody standing in line outside to hear the singer. Unbeknownst to you, inside the theater, he is singing. And everybody loves him. And everybody's happy. And he's becoming more popular than he ever was before. So his visible popularity outside on the street went down. His invisible popularity, which you don't see because you're outside the theater, is going up. So that's the moon. The external light, you know, the light of, you know, you could say on your own level, you know, what you can accomplish and how good you look and you get all this stuff done and all of that stuff. You know, you go to a party and say, hi, what's your name? What do you do? And you have to tell them what you do. And that's that's the visible light. You know, oh, yeah, I do this. I uh I have a carpet cleaning business. I uh, I 
whatever. I write custom poetry for, you know, whatever. I'm the editor of a large women's magazine, something like that. That's the visible light. What do you do? The invisible light is what's your essence? What are you really? Who cares what you do? What you do is so external. What's your essence? Who are you really? For that one, you don't need to do anything. You just be. Not everybody can see that. When you're at those kind of cocktail parties where everybody's into, so what do you do? You know, if you say, well, I don't really actually do much, but my essence is very powerful. They're like, (laughs) and they'll walk away. (laughs) Right? Basically, they're like, so what do you do? People will walk, they'll kind of smile politely, and they'll all, um, oh, hi. Right? They'll see somebody else, and they're like, hey. And, And they'll be off talking to somebody else because they don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean you don't do much, but your essence is strong? I don't know what you're talking about, essence. So this essence of the moon, and the moon is like us, gets stronger and stronger in the second half of the month. When the moon's light doesn't seem to be doing much, doesn't seem to be doing much, getting less. In the doing department, you know, it's like getting older, you know. In the doing department, there's a decrease. I used to run around and I went here and I went there and now I just sit in a chair. I just be. The moon, in a way, in the second half of the month, is not doing so much of the doing, like, yeah, I'm lighting up the world. What do you think? But it's being. It's being and it's getting close to its source, to its essence. So that's the energy of the second half of the month. What's your essence? And it gets stronger and stronger after in the second half of the month. So Rosh That's what the second half of any month is about. The essence of the moon, which has to do with the essence of you, is getting stronger. And it's inverse proportion. So what you see is it's doing stuff, it's shining light, is getting weaker. That's the way it works. So when you see a weaker, a smaller moon, you know it's a more powerful moon. So, um, and so that's the Seder of Avaida in a person. You come to a certain completion, you look like the full moon. And then, now you start to work on a whole other frequency. Reducing your light, but really increasing the invisible light. So, when it comes to the second half of the month, when this the moon is getting smaller, the Avaita is, it says, add. Add and learning at night. But it's not just, well, so one view would say, I'd better add and learning because I'd better create more learning because that moon is getting smaller. You know, I better do something. Save the moon! Save the moon! Help! Help! Save the moon! It's getting smaller! Add some learning at night! That's one view. That's the external view. Got to do something quick! The moon is getting smaller! Learn at night! Quick, sit down! And learn to see the moon is getting smaller! Help! That's the external view. The internal view is 
the moon is getting larger and larger in its essence, in its beinghood, in its inner power. Would you care to reflect that same movement in yourself? Would you be interested in syncing up with it? If you have a choice, or maybe if you're 20 years old, you have a choice, you want to sync up with the moon in the first half when it's shining and getting stuff done? Or do you want to, and probably the answer would be yes. So as you get older <laughs> also, you want to sync up with the moon in the second half when it's becoming more internally powerful? Yeah, I do. And then I can stop going to those dumb parties where they ask me what what, what I do, and I can go to the parties where everybody's just being. So it's the moon party, <laughs> the second half of the moon party. Right now, we're doing a second half of the second half of the month party. So that's what it is. So by adding and learning in this second half of the month, we are literally hooking up with the frequency of what Hashem is doing, what Tyra is doing, what the moon is doing. It's getting stronger and stronger in its inner influence. And by learning, at night, so do we. And since we were commanded, Mylan Bekaitish, go up, so we have to say, excuse me, that the Avaita of the second half of the month has got to be going up. What we just said. In other words, it's just further proof. Not just wishful thinking. Everything entire goes up. So, how can the second half of the month be going down? It's not. It only looks like it's going down for the cocktail party people. It's not. It's going up. You just have to have eyes to see how it's going up. And the Indian is that, as we said, the first half of the month is light. And, oops, i find the pages here. The second half of the month is um, not light, not or. First half of the month is or, light. Second half of the month is ma'or, source of light. So you get to have a choice. Would you like to be a part of the light or the source of light? Being part of the light is exciting. Being one with the source of light, the ma'ar, pretty amazing. Probably more than any of us ever thought we could achieve in our lives. To be in sync with the ma'ar, that's a place to be, and we can do it. And so when the moon is born in Rosh Chaydesh, through the bittel, of the second half of the month, you get a whole new moon. So, in other words, the, 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 the moon in the second half of the month isn't just decreasing, you know, because it wants to get stronger in its essence. It is about to go through a birth. A brand new month, such as never existed ever before in history, is about to be born. And you're the one who's going to bench Rosh Chaydesh. Not just born and you watch the show. You are part of the show. 
the yichud, the oneness of the sun and the moon, the mashpi and the makabo, and with the mara, the source of light, which its mila is infinitely greater than the light. Which here, this is, we're summing it all up now, that's the, the difference between a student being very, very far from his teacher and he's giving over ideas to others versus standing in front of his teacher. When he's standing in front of his teacher, he's kind of bustled, kind of nullified, and his teacher is shining. But when he leaves his teacher's presence, then he's able to shine as well. So, to pull this all together, the whole idea of learning Tyra at night, we said, is to be zeichered to the crown of Tyra. In the words that we just said, it means to come to the ma'or of Tyra. It means that you get to come to the source of light within Tyra. You. You get to come to the Kedusha of Tyra and the Shekhinah in Tyra. And it's infinitely higher than the light of Tyra. And you get there by learning Tyra at night through a, a humble spirit that naturally comes with nighttime. And that's why the activity that's being demanded is Mikan Ve'elech, from here on, here and on. After the full moon of the 15th of of, of then we start to learn Tyra in a whole other way. And we come to the, the Ma'ar of Tyra. And then it prepares us for the month of Elul when you have the king in the field, and of course we know, what does the king do? He comes out to smile at everyone. And um, and we come to a certain bittel in the month of Elul. And we come to, and we become, this Advaita that we're doing now, of learning at night, also makes us one more benefit into a vessel for the revelation of the king in the field in the month of Elul. He's infinitely higher than anybody. And somehow, you develop a vessel for his revelation. And Hashem receives every single one with a smiling face, and shows a smiling face, and fulfills his requests for Ksivach Sinataiva, so that we should all be inscribed in a way of adding life on our life, adding life to our lives, all the way to Chaim Nitzchim, eternal life, true eternal life, Sorry, even though we ended, uh, just one more addendum, PF or NB or however it's said. So, Lahabdil, um, it seems that the father of homeopathy, um, he asked a question. He asked, what is, what is wellness? What is health? And he said, it's not the absence of, of illness. But something like when a person senses what their purpose in life is, what their mission in life is, and they move in the direction of that purpose, of that mission, that creates wellness. Pretty good. Very, you know, that's what Tyra tells us. So from this we understand, and we'll sum up with this, 
So how do you have actual physical, more physical life? Like literally I'm going to learn more at night in these days and it's going to, going to add physical life. So there's the connection. Because if we're stepping into the crown of Tyra, and now we're kind of really stepping into, by definition, it's going to cause us to sense our mission more and be more in sync with our mission. And that, this health person says, literally makes a person physically healthy. When you sense your mission and you move in the direction of your mission, it makes you healthy. And that, those are all the perks of learning at night, stepping into the crown of Tyra, and the Tyra becomes like our crown, so we step into a whole different energy, and that literally adds physical health. So he in perfect health, we should go to the Gula Mita Sashlina immediately now.